0: Listen in for messages from this episode.
1: So it it was scary for my mom. It wasn't scary for me because I thought, OK, I've always asked my grandmother. She passed um, when my older daughter was six months old. And I had always asked her, like, just keep giving me signs.
0: Beautiful souls, do you have a prayer request or want us to send you healing energy today? Would you like us to be praying for your friend or loved one? If this is you, go to dot com to submit your prayer request. And while you're there, please sign up to join our team of prayer warriors. The angels say prayer not only opens you to miracles, raises your vibration and helps you heal, but the more you pray, the more God's presence is felt on earth. Feel your angels love as they surround you right now and listen for the positive, loving messages your angels intended specifically for you in today's episode. Hello beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author Julie Jancis. And friends, we're here today with Leanne who has beautiful uh, angel stories to share with us. I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome to the show. Hi Julie. Thank you. I'm excited okay. to be here. Yay. Um, so
1: I'm going to have you take it away and f- share your first story. Okay. Um, so I have several. um this first one actually is sort of a continual story. It started with me when I was young. I was maybe four or five, and I remember being in my room late at night, and it probably was the middle of the night. And I saw this green person that was marching around in my room. and it's it stuck with me. It was very clear, and I remember being scared and hiding and wishing it would go away. Um, so I'll fast forward about 20, 30 years later, we were living in the house where I grew up and my daughter, who was about two at the time, told me that she had a green friend and she named it hut two, three, four, and probably cause she liked to watch Disney movies. And I think it came out of that and her invisible friend lived behind the toilet and would come into her room at night and we had to march him out of the room every night before she went to bed so right around the same time, she always used to climb up into a rocking chair with a toy or a book or something. And one night she climbed up into the chair and she started humming a song that I kind of recognized, but I wasn't sure what where I knew it from. And my mom was there and she looked at me and she was totally pale. So I asked her what was wrong. And she said that that song was a song that my grandmother made up for me when I was young. And then right after that, my daughter called me over and she said, do you remember when I used to rock you in the rocking chair? (laughs)
0: Wow, that is incredible. So... What you have there is is something that goes a little deeper, a little bit further beyond like the everyday sign where these little teeny tiny human beings, they are so uh, kids, right? Like they are so open. They are so in tune with the other side. And, you know, I, I don't remember if it was on the podcast or just with a friend or in the membership yesterday, but we were talking about this and it feels relevant to bring it up here that i had had nurse hadley on the podcast and she's had had the opportunity um and the privilege to be at the bedside of over 700 people who've passed away and when i was talking to her spirit came in and they said julie um what people talk about when they talk about the thinning of the veil is what children have and people that are are transitioning from this world to the next at the end of life, um, they have this thinning of the veil. But they said that humanity doesn't really understand what this thinning of the veil truly is because it's not something that we only have in childhood then we lose it (laughs) we don't have it again you know until we pass away (laughs) they're like it's actually the light switch that scientists talk about within the brain of accessing your intuition accessing mediumship accessing um the angels and their messages it's all within this light switch and this light switch and turning on this light switch within ourselves is the process of thinning the veil between us here and and those on the other side and so um what they said is that you know that's how people can do that through the angel reiki school you know learn how to turn that switch on but i think it's just so wild having started the intuitive kids podcast because there are so many stories like this mm-hmm. where the the veil is just so thin for them naturally they're so open and spirit's able to come in but i love how your grandma just spoke through her in know
1: mouth i know I know. And she looks just like my grandmother in her baby pictures. Mm. So it it was scary for my mom. It wasn't scary for me because I thought, okay, I've always asked my grandmother. She passed um, when my older daughter was six months old. And I had always asked her, like, just keep giving me signs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, some people listening to the podcast at the beginning when we started, I was like, oh, no, I hope people aren't thinking we're talking about like little aliens. We don't talk about that here on the show. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but Archangel Michael came in and said, no, it's angelic light, that it's um, just... Uh, that color spectrum that we can actually see come through um that thinning of the veil and and kids have access to that you had access to that as a child and so does your daughter
1: yeah the fact that that we described the same thing yeah you know and it when she said it it really brought me back right away like my bed was in the same place and i just was afraid of that thing you know yeah
0: <laughs> well, whatever just, it was just the fact too that it wasn't a song like that you could hear on the radio. This wasn't a song that was out there within the world. I know as a mama, I created songs when my Mm -hmm. daughter was little and and they're just so unique. They're just hums that kind of like come to you as you're rocking them and holding them and that your daughter, there's no way she could have known that.
1: No, no, none at all. Because I didn't even remember My mom had forgotten it, so- it was very, that was very surprising. Oh,
0: I hope everybody has the goosebumps because I hear it coming through for you, your intuition turning on. Um. Yay. Okay, Leanne, <laughs> can you go into your next one?
1: Sure. So this one's a little longer, but um, this was clearly, there were angels watching over us for this. I was looking to buy a house at the beach. My kids were probably eight and 10. Um, But I wasn't looking real seriously. And a friend of mine and I took a drive to the shore and we ended up in this really beautiful little town that at the time I didn't know too much about. But we grabbed one of those magazines that has all the houses for sale in the area. And we were flipping through it and just kind of enjoying the day. And I was not seeing anything that I could afford. So I turned the page and at the top of the page, there's a house with the exact price that I had in my mind, um, that I wanted to spend. So I called the, uh, well, we were walking with the magazine. And when I looked up, I had found the house in the magazine, we were standing right in front of it. So that was really bizarre. I called the realtor's number. And the realtor lived right around the corner. So he came over. And sort of discouraged me from buying the house. He said, When you walk in, you're going to see why the windows were left open, the walls um, had started coming down. It was a real mess. But I liked the house, I liked the vibe. So I put a bid on it. The owner took my bid that night. Um, I applied at the time for a rehab mortgage, which um, the realtor said they take forever to close and they're difficult. And we closed in three weeks. It just went right through, and then um, a good friend of mine that I had known for about twelve years lived nearby and in like a town away. So I asked him if he would take the keys and just kind of keep an eye on my contractor who was doing the work. He said okay. He looked at the house and was like, "I don't know why he bought this, but okay." Two months later, we started dating, and we're still married, twenty-one years later, and. it turns out that his family had a house right around the corner, and both of his parents had passed away. So we feel like they brought us together.
0: I love that. It's I so know. sweet. I yes. know. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: And they do too. It's interesting. They can see like when you imagine uh, your spirit team looking down on you, and it's really not that far that they're looking down on us from, but they can see from our heart chakra and our soul's energy, the connective threads. And I don't believe that you just have one person that's your end all be all in this lifetime. Um There are, what spirit shows me is that from your heart chakra, there are just these threads of energy that go out in different direction. And these are all of the different people that um, you would be good partners with or help learn the lessons that you need to learn in this lifetime. But then there's circumstantial things or environmental things or different things going on. And so it's like, okay, but who is... Who is making the choices that they're open and and ready for this partnership, too? And so it's it's interesting and very intricate how they pull it all together from the other side.
1: Yeah, it really is. So my husband thinks that um, his brother is with him because he's had a lot of things happen in his life that have not been so good. Um, And he's always come out of it, you know, real strong. And what's really funny for us is on his birthday every year, we hear footsteps in the house.
0: Oh, love that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's his special way of of just showing you that he's there. Right. Beautiful. Wow! Thank you so much to the 250 people who raised their hand to volunteer and start a local chapter of spiritual women in their part of the world. If you'd like to join one of these free local chapters and hang out with spiritual women in your area, go over to my website, theangelmedium.com, and enter your email address at the top of the homepage. Soon, we'll be sending you an email with a list of local chapters you can join for free. And friends, I'd love your help getting the word out about this. If you're a podcaster who'd be willing to have me on your show to talk about this community project, or an influencer who'd be willing to go live with me on social media, Maybe you own your own business and your clients would love this. We can send you info that you can email to them. Or if you have another idea of how we could get the word out, we'd love your help connecting as many women around the world as possible through local chapters of spiritual women that we're forming right now. In the show notes, there's a link to a form you can fill out to help us get the word out. You can also use this form to become a local chapter leader. Oh, friends, I feel the magic. I hope you feel the magic too. The angels are putting together this incredible worldwide network of soul sisters, and I am just so excited to see how they work through us to help bring us together in friendship and serve the world. Leanne, I'm going to have you go into your, your next story.
1: Okay, so this is my last story and it and it really does involve um, my grandmother because as I mentioned earlier, you know, I was asking for signs. So recently, I, I was just thinking about her a lot. I've actually um, gone back to school. I'm in seminary training to be a hospice chaplain. So your episode yesterday was was right in line with you know, Yay. my interest right now, yeah with um, nurse Hadley yeah, 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 love it yeah so um I had just said in the car one day, like, okay, granny, I need a sign. and um one thing that was special from her was that we used to have these sleepovers in in her room and she would make these cardboard cutout animals and she drew a fox that was really cool Fox. so I said, I want the fox to be my, my sign. And so I was, you know, I was missing her and I said, just show me a sign that you're here. And that night when I opened up Facebook, the first thing that popped up is a local photographer is taking pictures of a mother fox with her kids. And that was, there was a big picture right there. And um, the next thing was something that I had posted and a friend of mine whose last name is Fox commented. It was the first comment. So I was like, okay, (laughs) there are my signs. She's with me. (laughs) She's with you. I love
0: that. You know, I want to go back to what you were saying, though, about um, seminary to work with people at end of life. That's so fascinating. I've never heard that combo or those two things together. Is that just like, you know, when you go into business and you choose marketing over sales in college or, or like a different... Kind of narrowing down is—is is this a thing within seminary that there is a part of seminary that's just working with people at the end of life?
1: No, I am. Um, I'm actually looking for a retirement career because I'm a musician and a high school band director. So I'm retiring out of that in a couple of years, and wanted to do something. So I went back to seminary, not really knowing what I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. one of my units is a clinical unit that's required to work in the hospital. And while I was there, it really narrowed down my, my focus to wanting to work in hospice or in, in like trauma with patients. And so I've been really lucky. I spent a year working in a hospital already and start my second unit in the fall. So it's, it's been a journey. I'm not sure where I'm going to end up, but this is really what's It's like tugging at my heart.
0: That's amazing. So it's interesting as I've talked to people on the podcast, um, just kind of like putting this information out into the world because a lot of times spirit piggybacks, uh, and I'm sure if you're looking into this, then other people listening are looking into this too. I've heard some people go through like an end-of-life doula program and say, Julie, it wasn't exactly what I expected, because it was more teaching clients how to wrap up a person's life with all the legalities and all of the and then there are a lot of people who say that there are programs out there end of life programs who are more so energetic programs of okay you're going to sit down with the person and their family and here are the different things that can occur and here's what's happening you know on the other side and how the soul kind of lifts out of the body and, and and transitions and kind of preparing you to help the person towards the end of life to make that transition to the other side. And because when I feel it energetically in sessions, when a person is leaving towards the end of life, it's one of the harder energies to work with. There are so many... Um, roots coming out of their feet, energy like lines of energy connecting us into this world, and it's our roles as as mother or father or partner or um, sister or friend that are just really rooting us in and keeping us here. And people do need help working through a lot of those energies of how do I leave everyone behind but what spirit always says is that we're not leaving anybody really because all of our higher selves are in heaven on the other side it's a returning to everybody all at once and so how do people i don't know if you have any insight into this but how do people find the program that they want to be in if it's more helping people energetically cross over or helping their family members with the legal paperwork of it all
1: afterwards I can only speak to what I've seen, but my program that I'm in is a um, pastoral care and counseling. And so really, we deal with how the family's feeling, how the patient's feeling, are they um, at peace? Because the ones that are not at peace, I've seen a few, I've been with a few patients that have passed, and they were not at peace with where they were, and they had a very difficult passing. The ones who are at peace, it it's just it's beautiful, you know, and as sad as it is for the family to know that the person was not struggling when they left here, I think is is good. And so part of my role as a hospital chaplain, which is what, what I've been working as, is to really help the families just communicate with each other and make sure that everybody, you know, is Saying what's on their heart,
0: yeah, even if it's
1: hurtful, because that hurt can lead to a bigger healing within the family, you know. Yeah,
0: it's so interesting because I think there's so much beauty in all of this work, this spiritual work, in that the deeper that you go into your own spirituality, the more. At peace you are with your purpose here, with what your purpose is, with what your purpose isn't, and what you can do and what you can't do, and just accepting and surrendering. Um, There should really be a course out there of just almost there's such peace with some people when they make that transition to the other side. But the angels say that that peace can be carried with all of us all of our days. And so I was just thinking to myself, there should really be a course out there of how you keep that very high vibrational transcendent peace with you as you walk your journey of life. Mm -hmm.
1: I think I'm learning from people that I've seen that have been suffering, that they all say that they're really happy because they know that they've lived the best way that they could. And they try to get their family members to understand that. Yeah. And so seeing those conversations that, you know, the privately someone might say, I wish that conversation happened 20 years ago, Yeah. but I can leave here knowing that my son or my daughter or my siblings are in a better place.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. Oh, I love this. Leanne, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for sharing your beautiful, beautiful angel stories Um to everybody. Yeah. To everybody listening. We need your angel stories. If you go over to uh, theangelmedium.com, you could submit your angel story today, or you can send it to juliejancis at gmail.com. And uh, friends, thank you so much for being our earth angels and sharing this podcast with a friend. We appreciate you so much. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for you being here and just listening. Love you so much. Bye everybody. Beautiful soul. Thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know, I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are around you right now, who's connecting with you, and what messages they have for you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a session. You can do a reading with me or a member of my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily, and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the very best they can to support you and guide you to your best life. If this sounds like you, virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business. You can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to get clients. That's The Angel Reiki School at TheAngelMedium.com or DM me on Instagram at Angel with any questions. Before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hands on your heart. Take a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love is right in front of you. Step into that love and feel it as it fills your body, chakras, and auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? and open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you.